Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, my wonderful, perfect little angel babe, you. It's Diana Jevia, the host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast, where you and I just get to sit and talk together and discuss all things Bravo. And this week, we have like the best guest ever on, okay? She is also a Believe podcaster. We call each other our Believe sisters because we're cute like that. The host of the Bravo East Coast Housewives podcast. So if that's not on your subscribe list, stop what you're doing right now. Put this on pause. Subscribe. Come back to me. Okay, boo? She is so much fun. We got together to spill the Bravo tea on Captain Glenn and Sydney posting that questionable photo that made it look like they were dating over the weekend. Erica Jean's divorce. We also got into some non-Bravo related stuff like the word chugi and how ridiculous it is. So wait for that one. And of course, it wouldn't be a podcast episode if I didn't complain about men and Kim joined in. Sorry, men. Sorry, like the three and a half men who listen to this show. Plus, after that, you know, we got a Shaz recap coming up. And then I finally remembered that's my opinion. Yes, it is back. It is waiting for you at the end of this episode. And we love to see it. It's all good. I want you to grab a drink, sit back, and get ready for Kim has Sarah. Well, guys, you are in for a super duper treat because I have another Believe lady here with me, a Believe babe, if you will. Her name is Kim Hacera. She is a host, the host of the Believe in East Coast Housewives podcast. East Coast Housewives, what up? And I got to talk to her about her username on Instagram (laughs) when she comes on. Please welcome Kim Hacera. Oh, oh, oh. What's up, Diana? How are you? Doing so well. Okay, first of all, I want you to tell everyone what your Instagram handle is. So my Instagram handle is at Bravo Yinzer. Okay, now uh, I'm sure people are questioning what the fuck is a Yinzer. Oh, I know all about the Yins. You all okay? Yeah, tell us about dating a guy in Pittsburgh. Shut up. Yes. So I've mentioned a couple of times on this show. I'm not sorry about it. Um, So I met him at my friend's wedding. One of my best friends from college. She ended up transferring, went to Duquesne, like the whole nine, met a lovely man. I went to Duquesne too. We got it. What year did you graduate? Uh, 2011. Oh no, you missed her by a few years, but that's so funny. Damn. Oh my God. Duquesne, baby. Funny. What a That's amazing. Yeah, so she, she met a guy. He didn't go to Duquesne. I think he went to Penn. Um, no, not Penn. A Pittsburgh University. University of Pittsburgh. University of Pittsburgh. Gotcha. Pitt. Yeah. Um, he went to the pit. That's it. So they got married, and this was in December of 2019. Um, I went to that wedding. By the way, I was living in Jersey at the time. It should have been a fucking hour flight. We got, like, delayed and canceled. And, it, like, oh my hours God. in the Newark airport until we That's got- the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I was drunk out of my mind. Um, <laughs> you have to be with that kind of shit, you know, to get through it. Yeah, it was <laughs> wild. But yeah, I ended up meeting this guy at her wedding. Like we hit it off. Um, we spent, we were there for New Year's. So we like kind of spent New Year's together. Come back, like we we start a long distance relationship. And then he breaks up with me on my birthday a month later and says it's because he's going to jail for a DUI. Shut up. 
So then I find out like a couple months later, like my friend's talking to her husband and like, no, he's not going to jail. The charges got dropped. So this fucker lied about, I shouldn't call him a fucker because we're friends now. That's mean. Oh, well. <laughs> JK. <laughs> so we like, I didn't talk. It took me forever to get over that one. Like four, five ever to get over that one. It's five like ever. Yeah. So you only dated him for like a month. Yeah. And he like hit me. I think it was the lying that did it for me. Lion's the worst. I can't, you like, know what totally I mean? Like totally gassed me up and dropped me like that sort of deal. And that like really hit me hard. So I'm oh like my living God. my life. And then I'm out here in LA and like we reconnect and he like, we're texting, it's going great and whatever. And like, it's the whole like, oh, why didn't we work out? Like blah, blah, blah. There's always something about you. Do you know, three weeks later, well, I went on a date when I was in Disney with this Irish step dancer. From there it is, Disney again. Yeah. Um, by the way, you guys, you have to listen to East Coast Housewives podcast because I was just on there. You will get that backstory. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I picked up this guy at Raglan Road. He was like an Irish dancer and the date went terribly. And then like Pittsburgh guys in my DMs about it and was like, you're better than this, blah, blah, blah. Do you know the day after he gets back with his ex-girlfriend? And like, I don't mean back with his ex-girlfriend. I mean, like, I love you. I'm gonna change my profile pic. Shut up is he still in pittsburgh yeah <gasps> i'm gonna be looking for your ass man even though i don't know who you are you just you should go up to him and just be like i know what you did to diana <laughs> <laughs> or, or no did you watch a sex in the city movie yes okay i cursed the day you were born and <gasps> <run away. laughs> And it's just so funny because I can laugh about it now but it's like yeah, yeah. you know so i just had to get that out of the way Listen, uh, this would definitely be a separate podcast, which I would totally be down to uh, create, essentially, about whole relationship game. I, myself, have had many mishaps. Just real quick, just uh, since you exchanged a story, I'll give you a little story of myself. So this most recent guy that I dated, mind you, it has definitely been... I haven't talked to the dude in over probably a year and a half at this point. Mm. So um, what I ended up finding out when I thought we were together, because I said, are we together? Because if you want to be fucking around with 8 million people, you do you, boo. Mm -hmm. But you ain't going to be doing me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was just like, uh, and He's like, yeah, we're together. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then, you know, word on the street. You know what I mean, Giselle? Word on the street. <laughs> yes. We got the pastor holy whore over here, okay? Uh -oh. um, heard some things. Then I tried to, uh, you know, voice my opinion. Mm, that's Nothing. My opinion. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Let me tell you this. This is, this is a real thing. I don't even... The date is here. I don't feel like looking at my phone because it makes me <laughs> angry. Even though I still got it on my phone. Texts me over a year later. Over oh. a year. Saying, hey, Kim, I'm so sorry I never got back to you. I didn't know how to respond. Blah, 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 blah. And I just wanted to say that I'm sorry. Oh, fuck off with that. Well, you know what? You know what he got? He got crickets. Crickets, Did you turn crickets. on the read receipt just for that? Oh, no. Should I have done that? 
I would have. Yeah, I would have. There's nothing more painful than a read receipt. Oh my! No, I didn't. Could I do it now, or is it too late? I don't. You might be. Able. I don't know. <laughs> we should look into that. If any of you know whether that's gonna work, like, tell yeah, us. hit us up. Hit us up. One yes. of the things we say on this podcast frequently is the men are menning, and that's a quote from comedian Carly Aquilino, who I love. So that's a prime example of the men are menning. They were menning so hard true. in that situation, babe. Yeah, and it pisses me off. You know what I mean? Should. What what trash? What garbage? <laughs> what garbage they are yes ah so <sighs> speaking of terrible bravo relate or not bravo relationships just <laughs> terrible relationships in general we're exactly. gonna cross over into bravo relationships we gotta spill that bravo tea babe so are you ready i'm ready let's do it okay. I want to talk about Erica Jane's divorce because on this week's episode of the real housewives of beverly hills we kind of get her side of things and regardless of whether you believe it or not in my opinion, it was very powerful to see because I believe there is some truth to the way he treated her. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you, what's your take on that? Do you think she was spewing lies or what do you think? I think for some of the things that she said, first off, I was surprised to hear some of the things. Like the one, she said something like she was with this other guy um, at dinner with Tom. Yeah. And I guess... I don't know what happened, but Girardi basically said, oh, well, if you think that you can afford her, you can take her. Yeah, that was fucked up to me. And I feel like I feel like that was true because Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know. It could happen. I guess it's it's L.A. No offense. I know that you're there. But as far as like injections and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. Would people want to make that shit up? I don't know. But I thought I found that I found that surprising. So I kind of believe it Um, with the whole lawsuit thing has nothing to do with the divorce. But I do feel like I feel like she knew more than. Yeah, she knew, you know, I'm with you on that. I think that there is truth. I never want to discount a woman uh, and her feelings and her uh, experience with a man that's treating her or mistreating her. Right. So I do believe there's truth to that. However, I feel like that might be a strategic like, oh, and this is why I got divorced. Like now she's dumping the trash out of the bag. Yeah, Uh, I did find that a little curious. You know what I mean? Plus, as the kids say. Yes. Suspect. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Suspect for sure. Yeah. Um, Do you think that they'll be able to get her? Because right now with the lawsuit, she doesn't have any charges filed against her the embezzlement she's just dealing with the bankruptcy end of it all they're trying to like there are lawyers watching this season and transcribing it to try and use it against her do you think they're going to be able to nab some charges on her yes yeah i do i do i i mean from that housewife and the hustler which i have not seen but from things that i've heard from our mm-hmm. lovely conversation from from the show when you came on uh to my show uh and other people online i do feel like there will be things that they can use in mm-hmm. favor of charging her for that embezzlement yeah i mean let's just be real she fucking spent she spent like 40,000 k or 40,000 dollars yeah for fucking glam for the month a month. That's crazy. That's Dorit a college tuition. That. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's insanity. I was talking with my friend Donnie, who's been on my podcast before, and I was saying to him, I'm like, I said that exact thing, 40K a month. I know lawyers make a lot of money. I didn't think they were running around with Bill Gates money. Right? Right? Yeah. I mean, there's something there. There's something there. And I feel like people will find it. Um, oh, I was just thinking this too. Mm-hmm. What if we got East Coast housewife Ebony on the case? Would she be able to find something? Oh my God. I think so. She would tear it the fuck up. Like she, she would. Yeah. Ebony's such she a would. superstar, which as we've discussed before, like seriously, you guys gotta listen to her podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we discussed that before. She's a superstar. She's fucking smart. She does her work. She would definitely nab that. One. I mean, I feel like Erica should just call her up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Would Erica like... I don't know if you were Erica. I'm just mm-hmm. thinking, would you want to call Phaedra as your lawyer or <laughs> Jackie or Ebony? I have three. Yeah, I, I, I would go That's with the that obvious too. choice of the three. Yeah. Second and then, place, Jackie. Really? I would go with Phaedra. Oh, really? I, love I fucking Phaedra. love Phaedra. I love Phaedra, but I feel like with the, she's got her nose in so many things now. Like, she might be like a mortician and whatever. So she might be <laughs> focusing on that. I do love I Phaedra. I did see that. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I did. Yes, yes. I remember that. Woo. I hope I they bring her. her back. Did you see there was a blind? I don't remember if it was on Demua or not, but that, um, <laughs> Demua. <laughs> Uh, that there's another housewife coming back. So when the Heather Dubrow news dropped, there mm-hmm. was a blind that there's another housewife. I don't remember. I don't think it said OG, but another like popular housewife that's coming back. I for think the OC? Be, no, like oh, no, no, okay. Franchise. I don't remember if they specifically said East Coast. I, I can't remember, but I thought Phaedra. Who would you think? I would have thought it would have been Tamara because that's what everyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. But... Cause I even remember, I even remember reading somewhere with the uh, what is it, um, Gina? Is Emily still on? She's yeah, she's still gonna be on. Shannon and then Heather, so the four of them. Yeah. And then I I read somewhere that the fifth one, we do know someone else that will be a part of the show, but they didn't mention who it was, and that's why I was thinking it would be Tamara. I heard rumors that she's coming back as a friend. Ew, I hate that. Yeah. I do. So you would rather know Tamara than friend Tamara? I would rather just listen. And I don't really like Tamara. That's so funny. (laughs) I don't like her, but I love her on the show. Yeah. That sounds really fucked up that I just said that. I don't like her, but I love her on the show. What the fuck him? Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think she's great for the show. I I think she's great on the show. Um. But yeah, I would have. I would rather have her fully there instead of partially. Mm, you know interesting. What I mean? Yeah, give that I to uh, Adrian. Adrian, that girl. Oh wait, she's not even OC or she's a fucking no, Beverly, Beverly Hills. <laughs> Adrian Maloof. Yes, let her go on the other show. <laughs> oh my god, she made a, an appearance. Was it a couple of years ago? Like a very brief cameo. On yeah, it was show. like super short. Super yeah. short. Those were the days. Would you want to see Megan back? No. What about Lydia? Um, I liked Lydia her first season and then her second season. No. 
there's just so much that's come out about her. Like she like went into what? she went into Target back when we had the masks mask mandates and like purposely went in without a mask and like she was a Karen. Yeah, um, mm. and then how uncomfortable she was at the drag bingo and like the Bible doesn't say. Oh yeah, I remember that. That wasn't a good look. So, yes, but her yes. first season, I very much liked her. That was my favorite season of OC ever. I think it was season eight. Was that when they went to um? They went to What's... Canada, Whistler. Oh, like it was yesterday, actually. <laughs> It's like burned in your brain. Like I was going to say we'd be taking the SATs, but clearly we're not going to do that. But if we were going to, you'd just be writing an essay and then just, I have not been with multiple partners in my life. Right, right. Oh my God. Echo, 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 echo. That good shit. I actually have a coloring book. Um, that's Housewives. My cousins gave it to me last year. And that's I have a page awesome. and it's her with the skis. And it says like, they I have, have so many of those before. on Etsy. It's like, it's yeah. like fucking Christmas all the time on there. Tell you I was that. so excited. Like one day they texted me like, what's your address? And I sent it to them. And then they gave me a just coloring book appeared at my doorstep. Like a magical oh my God. fairy. It's very Yes. Exciting. I love that. There's nothing better than when you're stressed out to like watch the show you're coloring with like a glass of wine <laughs> and a candlelit and it's like you could either pause it and be like I want to get the color perfectly or like you can go rogue if you're feeling it that day absolutely I love yeah. that oh my god get myself a coloring we gotta hook book. you up with a coloring book yes, somebody please. sponsor us yes, so you can get please. the coloring books <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So we have more Bravo tea to spill. So below deck sailing yacht, which TBH I've been in and out this season. I think that's just a general consensus with below deck. Mm-hmm. I have spoken on this show. I think Bravo has been trying to shove below deck down our throats. True. We have I agree. Mad the regular sailing yacht. And then it's like every single day of the week, they're playing below deck reruns. And I'm like, how much, like what? I'm sorry. Am I on a boat? Just give me Kate. Give me Kate and Hannah and then I'm good. Yeah. Oh, I loved Hannah. Captain Lee. Did you, so you were on Hannah's side with the whole Malia thing. I, yes. Malia, listen, the new, the new season coming up is Below Deck Med, no? With Sandy Mm -hmm. and Malia. Yeah. I won't watch because of that. I'll give it a shot, but I'm not going to lie. I'm probably not going to stay on it because Malia, I don't. I feel like I don't like a lot of people. Shit. I don't really like her. We're the same person. It's okay. I'm sure everyone listening doesn't like people either. So it's fine. Yeah, you know. I I, I kind of, um, she's kind of working Sandy a little mm-hmm. bit. And um, I feel like, you know, Captain Sandy's getting a little duped by Malia. Because I think Malia's kind of a Kool-Aid. snake. Yeah, she is. You know? She yeah, as me. Mike from Shaw's was, there's a snake in this group. Did you? He's, okay, because you're a Disney snake. fan, as we talked yeah. about that. When he yes. said there's a snake in this group, did you think, there's a snake in my boot? Yes, yes I absolutely did. I absolutely did. <laughs> picture with a woody cap with like a lasso, like, there's a snake in my boot. You should do that as like a meme or something. Oh my God, I should. Count. Nobody take that. Yeah. Nobody take that. It's copywritten under her name. Come on now. I will sue you. Fuck. <laughs> I will call up Ebony and I will sue you. I don't have Ebony yes. money. <laughs> we can call up Phaedra or Jackie next. Exactly. I probably I might, might be a little Jackie cheaper. 
let's face it. She might give you that New Jersey discount though. Yes. Oh my God. Every time I use the New Jersey discount because every time I go to pump out here, there's like a bartender who's from Jersey. And I always remember, I'm like, oh, you're from Jersey. And he'll hand me the bill and he'll be like Jersey discount. And I will pay for like half the, like he just gives me half off the drinks. I'm Is like, it that Brett guy? Oh no, wait, he got no, fucking No, fired. no, but Brett, oh my God. I don't know if I told it on this podcast. No, whose podcast was it on? So Brett like hit on me twice. Stop. Mm-hmm. No, it was my friend Zach's podcast. I told the story. Was he on. terrible? He made some really bad tweets. So like, mm. I kind of dodged a bullet there. Um, you did. Yeah, but this was my birthday. It was 2020, February 2020. So like right before the pandemic, right. I went to serve for my birthday. And Love. did you get uh, go cheese balls? I did. You have. They're to. fucking good. And I got the pasta too. What kind of pasta? It's I had their pasta too when I was there. Oh, I had it's the lobster good. or whatever. This I hear that's like- good too. I don't eat meat or fish, but like I, I can get down with the idea of some lobster. Like yeah. I don't. It's you know? expensive as fuck though. Oh Wasn't God, worth the so uh, the expense so if you ask me. Overpriced. But the goat cheese balls, they're delicious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like Brett's the kind of person like you see him in person and he's more like uh, he's more attractive in person. Like it's my heart was fluttering. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. And my friend Ed, who I went to college with, he Ed, was, yes. yeah, Ed's a good guy. He used to live out here. He just moved back to Jersey, but he was Is at he the single? Dinner. Does he need a girl? He's single. I'm single and ready to mingle. Holla. Does he like Chicago? <laughs> I don't know how he feels about Chicago, but he likes to, I, clearly he moves around a lot. So, <laughs> hey, Ed, hey, you don't listen to this podcast, but like, I got a girl for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a really cool guy. And then my friend, um, I don't know if she wants to be named. So I'll just say she runs the Sir Rules fan page. And she's like very, like one of my very good friends, IRL. Okay. So she was also there. So I had that hookup. And so Ed was like, do you want to talk to him? Like, do you want a picture with him? I'm like, I do. I don't want to be weird. And he's like, no, I'll call him over because Ed's a bro. Um, Right. Go Ed. And like Ed brings him right over and he was like, oh, or no, at first he came back. He's like, yeah, he's like totally into it. Like he like, looked at you like he's coming over. I'm like, damn. So he came over <laughs> like, oh, is it your birthday? The whole nine. Like we took pictures. He was very nice. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. He's like, let's do a funny shot. Like blah, blah, blah. Um, so I was like, oh, can I give you my business card? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, um it. Yeah, so I give him my business card. He was like, this is really pretty because I got my logo on there and they're pink and whatever. And then Very he's cute. like- Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I'll shoot you a text later. Never happens. And then was, yeah, I was with he's Sir- that guy. That guy. Well, it gets better though. I was with Sir Rules and we were talking to Danica, Raquel, and Brad. I feel like such a, we, were, we were really schmoozing it up with the big guns. <laughs> And yeah, so every time like we would talk to Danica, like he would come over and be like, oh, you know, it's her birthday. You know, it's her birthday. Like, like flirting. So yeah, he never texted me. And then I went to see you next Tuesday a week later and he was there. And I don't know, I had my hair curly the night of my birthday and I had my hair straight. See you next Tuesday. But he like walked right right past me. Not that I was going to go say hi. So I was like, ew. And then my cousins were in town. This was like right before the pandemic. Like maybe we're a week away. And we went to Sir. And I was like, fuck. Because she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make reservations at Sir. Like, you should join us. I'm not going to be like, no, I don't want to see you. Like, of course, I wanted to see them. Right. But I just didn't want to go to Sir again and look like a stalker. (laughs) So 
I went, I was like, yeah, it's my cousins. I'll go. And my hair was curly again that time. Do you know, he saw me and he's like, Hey, how you been? And I was like, Oh, good. He, in the span of that whole conversation asked me, how's it's going, how it's going about three times. And oh then we had the God. conversation about birthdays. He's like, Oh, I don't know how we got on the topic, but he's, I think I said it was recently my birthday. It was like, Oh, when, when was your birthday? And I was like, well, you were, you were there for it. You were there. Oh, for it. My so between that and the tweets, like bullet, the dodge, yes, yes, yeah. He he doesn't seem like he's um the sharpest tool, not at all. As I said on your podcast, not the not the smartest crayon in the box, yes, not the smartest, (laughs) yeah, smartest crayon. (laughs) That's like a total jacksism, yeah, jacksism, baby. Mm. Oh, jacks. What a what a maroon. But yeah, we got to get <laughs> we like tangent in there, which I so love for us. Yes. Um, but with below deck, Captain Glenn in Sydney. So he's the captain of sailing. Yeah, I think she's a stew. I don't remember what stew number she was. Yeah, probably 75 three because she's easy to forget. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Let's go with that. Um, yeah. They posted, so she had spoke about on the reunion that she was dating a captain. I think it was for five months or whatever. And then, yeah, which like good for her. And then he posts this picture of them on his page. Beautiful. Like he's, he's in his captain outfit. She's in this red dress, which I think we saw on the show. And then it says like, well, I guess the news is out. Like smiley face with the sunglasses. Yeah. LOL. LOL. Yeah. We're all like oh, she's dating a captain, like, it him, question mark? Like, what? (laughs) And then everyone was commenting. One Colin wrote, don't screw the crew, I think. Don't screw the crew, captain. This went on for a while. Let me pull it up. Because it went on for a very long time. And then she posted on her page, like, hers was more of a thank you for choosing me to work. Same picture. Lovely picture. I'm showing this to everyone as if you can see it listening. Yes. I see it. Yes. We see it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lovely picture. She posted, like, thank you for working with me, blah, 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 blah. So he wrote, I guess the news is out. There were a bunch of comments. And then he writes, and the news is, Colin, Sid and I are great friends, and she's dating a captain, a different captain. Now, he edited this because... <gasps> Originally, the other day, it was like, sorry, my autocorrect chopped off the second half of the status. I'm like, that is such a boomer thing to say. No offense, Captain Glenn. Like, that's not how autocorrect works. How could he do that to us, question mark? Yes. Oh, my God. You would say it along with my friend Lily. She says that all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so what's your take? on? Like, he's he's spewing a crock of bullshit is what it is, right? You know, it's interesting because let's think about this. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of... um, it's fishy. Mm-hmm. If we think of it's parallel, but in a different way. If we look at Erica Jane with her divorce and then her embezzlement, allegedly shit going on legal situation. Mm-hmm. All of that came out very close to each other. Yes. And then we see this picture with Captain Glenn in the chick that I don't even remember. Sydney was her name. Yeah, yes. Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Sid. Okay. Um, But it's very suspicious that... He's saying all that shit, and then she's posting things out as well after the reunion happened. I I'm calling some bullshit. I mm-hmm. I, I think that I think they could be a thing. I think. Mm. Yeah, why not? It's 2021. I mean, I mean, I would love to see that. 
you know, uh, they might have their ne- it could be a spinoff show. You know what I, I mean? That. It could be like uh, Ryan Sternhand or however. I the fuck love you that say Ryan's that. renovation. Yes, yes. Could be like that for Below Deck. Oh my god, I love him. I that is also someone, as I mentioned on your podcast, that I wanted Chef Adam to like grill me with his body. <laughs> I would like Ryan Serhant to put me on a listing with his body. I don't know. Like some sort of real estate. See, I would want Steve Gold. Oh, he's hot too. He's hot. He's he's my jam. Always and forever. The New York real estate agents, like they can get it. I mean, Frederick's pretty good looking too. He's hot. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, Louise is my guy too. Yeah. They're all good looking. Yeah. They're all good looking. I know someone who used to do Barry's boot camp and like Sirhant would be in the class. (gasps) I would not be able to concentrate. I would lose weight from like sweating out of anxiety of being in the same room. I would probably film it. I would be like, I would go like, I would go Instagram live. Just like watch. I wouldn't know what to do. I would be so anxious to be in the same class with him. I'd be like, is my form okay? Like, <laughs> right. Not that this right. guy would fucking care about me. He's got a gorgeous <laughs> wife at home, but I'd be like, I got to impress. I'm going to stick my booty out on these planks. Well, he might, he might help you with a form. Here he we seemed, go. Like he likes to help people. He does. Oh, so he could so help you with looking. a form. If he saw that it was uh, incorrect to what the instructor wanted. Mm. So. What a man, what a man. <laughs> Oh my mighty, God. Mighty good man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was all the Bravo tea I had to spill. I thought that was awesome. But I want to get into a, a non-Bravo related rant for a sec because yeah. I'm in, I don't know about you. I'm in a bunch of like Facebook groups and I saw yesterday this one girl felt like so bad. She said like she is going to wear these shoes to a wedding they were like cute, like strappy heels. And she said, but she went on TikTok and saw that the youngins called her shoes chuggy. Have you heard of the term chuggy? No. You know what? When, um, when you just said that, I thought it was like a Star Wars reference at like, <gasps> what the, what the, what that Disney world Chewbacca. land? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. A lot of fun, yes. by the way. <laughs> I thought it was, I, w- I thought it was in relation to that. That's what it sounds like, TBH. <sighs> So it's, yeah, it's not even a real word. Like if you type it in the computer, it's it called Chugi. Chugi, C-H-E-U-G-Y. Um, yeah, so it's not a real word. And if like Marion Webster decides to make it their word of the year, I'm already looking, I'm going to call Ebony and we're going to sue them because it's yes! not a real word. Oh my God. You know what? It also reminds me of like uh, a website that I could get all my dog shit. Um, the Chugi. Yes, to to be delivered to my house with that's, all of yeah, those that's uh, chewy, but accessories. Close enough. There you exactly. go. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, that's my. I I said I'm like fuck it. Like chuggy's not a word. And why are we letting twelve year olds decide what's cool for us to wear? Yeah, fuck those twelve year olds, man. What it the just fuck? infuriated me. And then one of my respect friends, your elders. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, who do they think <laughs> fucking created an app? A chuggy person, probably. <laughs> I bet he wears right. Birkenstocks, and I can't wait to hear what you think of those. Like, um, my friend, also from Pittsburgh, not the one I told you about, but one of her friends messaged me, and she said she got, like, Balenciaga shoes because she's, like, hip as fuck. Love Shit. her. Yeah, she's stylish. Damn. She's so stylish. And she Love said it. she felt bad about her purchase because she saw that they were chuggy. I'm like, they're fucking jealous that they'll never get Balenciagas. So right? you rock them. They probably don't know what Balenciagas are. Yeah. 
they're not not, uh, educated (laughs) they're not educated in that life so what a shame yeah yeah i don't know so i just had to get that off my chest because who the fuck do they think they are i would just say if someone's coming up uh with that word to me i would just be like yo dude star wars is a thing I know nothing about it. If you want to inform me about Star Wars, I'm open to learn because oh that God. sounds like some Star Wars shit to me. Yeah. It also reminded me, I don't know if you're a SpongeBob person, but I am. It reminded me of the episode where like Pearl's like, oh, we don't say cool anymore. We say corral. And it's like corral or coral. No, we say coral. I like corral better, actually. Yeah, Mr. Her dad was like corral. That's what it was. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I'm not yeah. a SpongeBob, uh, SpongeBob person, but uh, I know a lot of people who are. Oh yeah. But I, I do. I do coral. Coral. Hmm. Yeah, but it. I like corral. Like we, I like the Mr. Krabs way. Corral. I like corral too. It's yeah. Like a better. So anytime someone calls us Chugi, we'll be like, you're so not corral. Yes. Yes. Hashtag that shit. Okay. I love it. Oh, I love it too. I do have a couple more Bravo related questions for y'all. Yes. Okay. So I ask everyone who comes on this podcast, because obviously it's called Bravo Besties. Yes. Who would your Bravo Bestie be in your head? And what would you do on a day together? Listen to this. I, it's really hard to choose one. Now here, you can accept or not accept it, but what I was really thinking, could I say collectively the real house husbands of Jersey? Cute. No one's ever done that before. I like it. I, I would probably say them. Because they're fucking amazing. They're the best house husbands in all of the franchises. And they're actually the only ones that get paid, believe it or not. I uh, saw that from the book. Serving it up. Serving yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically, I would hang out with the house husbands of Jersey. You know, we might hit a few holes at the golf course. You know what I'm saying? I might see Frank kiss Joe Gorga's ass and then, you Love know, we'll go have some drinks and shit. I'm about it. And then we go I and fucking doing that. Uh, Bill Aiden's Ferrari and I would not vomit in it either. Or was it a Lamborghini? I fucking don't remember. It was expensive. That's all we need to know. <laughs> expensive, Erica Jane. Yeah, that's working out for her real well now. Yeah, it's expensive to be her. Wait, no, it's not. Okay. Oh my God, savage. (laughs) I really am disappointed. I really, really loved her. I really did. I'm so, isn't that what they say? I was the same way. When when someone says, like your parents, Mm -hmm. like, I'm so mad at you. Being mad is like, okay, but like, I'm so disappointed. Yeah, that's like another level. That's right how here. I feel with Erica. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. No, I was with you there. But Erica, whenever anyone would ask me, who is your favorite housewife? Erica mm-hmm. was always my go-to. And now I feel like I'm kind of lost. I know, right? Lost right now. Like the lost boys from Peter Pan, essentially, at this point. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Because I love Dorit. I do. But I don't think she has my favorite, like, housewife of all time. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I get And you. I do love Teresa. I have to say that. But just Erica hit differently. It hits different, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. I agree with you on that. 
Yeah. So Erica, what the f- you kind of let us down. It's a dark day for for all of us Bravo fans. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, I think about it, you know, not that much, but I've thought about it. <laughs> you think about it enough. Yeah. <laughs> I give it a little bit of light. I give it a little bit of light. <laughs> That's so funny. So I want to know, how long have you been watching Bravo for? And like, was there a moment you realized there was a super, you were a super fan? Okay, so it's crazy. I thought back in the day, do you remember the Style Network? No. Uh, Juliana Rancic, you are. Yes. Yeah, she yeah. Had now her I know little you're... show, right? Okay, yes. so it was on the Style Network, and I love okay. that show. And I always thought, I always thought that the Style Network was like the sister to Bravo, and maybe it's not, but. I think from watching Juliana and Bill's show kind of got me interested in the whole reality type of shit in that mm-hmm. way. Cause I, I loved the real world back in the day. Like that was the shit, mm-hmm. like the old school real world yeah. type of shit that you're seeing now. But um, it's so funny because I feel like it's really weird because with Vanderpump rules and basically a lot of the housewife shows, I thought they all, <laughs> sucked at first i was just like who the fuck would want to watch these women do all this shit they're like spoiled as fuck like they have all this money i can't with them fucking get away from my face but you know what now i have a podcast about it pulls you in (laughs) it really does i mean i remember watching vanderpump rules once and i was just like holy shit this sheena girl is killing my life I don't like her she's so damn annoying I can't like stop talking for one second girl and uh yeah I love I love the shows now I don't know why and maybe it's just because I'm scared because it's something new you know we're all afraid of the unknown usually Mm -hmm. so I guess I was afraid to get my feet a little bit wet but like honey I'm all in I'm like in the deep end 12 feet you know I'm like let's fucking go yeah you know oh my god so i don't know how long ago that started but i do have to say basically anything that i watch on tv Mm -hmm. is bravo same yeah but every now and again my mom's trying to tell me that maybe i should watch the news to actually know what the fuck is going on in life sometimes god wait we are the same person so i do that too <laughs> my mom will literally be just like yeah i watch the news out there and i'm like yeah no, like anything i find listen when there's an earthquake what you do is you go to twitter and you see that all the celebrities tweeted about the earthquake and then it's confirmed like oh that was an earthquake like oh okay yeah, that, you can't that, do that in chicago but we don't have earthquakes. thank god because you yeah. don't yeah no you don't need the earthquakes uh yeah yeah that's how when I when I got through my first one, I was like, oh, is that what that was? And then I like opened up Twitter and sure enough, Chrissy Keegan, who's in a pile of heaping shit now, tweeted earthquake. And I was like, I oh, yeah. heard. What yeah. is her deal right now? She's getting a Bully. lot of flack for what? Oh, is she, is she bullying? She told Courtney Stodden to kill themselves. <gasps> this was, yeah. Ooh, uh, let me see if I could get good. the real tweet. Hold on. Cause we Chrissy are Teigen. Do- she's like yeah. America's beloved. Yes. Yeah. So the John way Legend. she said it, it was like to take a dirt nap. So uh, 
Courtney Stodden said that she wouldn't public just publicly tweet about me wanting to take a quote dirt nap, but would privately DM me and tell me to kill myself. That's what Courtney Stodden alleges. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and then there was more like tweet, like more and more celebrities are coming out saying that they've had similar experiences with Chrissy and with her. Yeah. And she kind of blamed Ellen DeGeneres at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she blamed it on that. Like, you know, like Chelsea Handler had the, the hardcore, like we make fun of celebrities, like that type of humor. Like this was what, 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah. So I think she tried to blame it as like wanting to appeal to that, but like, there's a line, there's a freaking line. There's a line and people don't know Chrissy Teigen as that person. Like to even put her on the same like line as Chelsea Handler is bizarre Mm -hmm. because we know that we know like Chelsea Handler is sarcastic and snippy in that way. I didn't know I didn't know Christy Teigen was about that life, to be honest. Yeah, so like that's all coming out now. So she's not doing the greatest. There's so much shit coming out about all these fucking celebrities and yeah. reality stars. I love it. I know, I'll same. It's like we're watching like. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Main course, okay? Yes. Oh my God. We love to see it. Well, I wanted to thank you so much because I'm going to recap. I wish you could recap Shaw's with me, but you know, Bravo's got to air it on Sunday. Asshole. I know, right? So I want to thank you for spilling the Bravo tea with me and venting about all things men and shoogie and yes. whatnot. Tell everybody where they can find yins. Well, everybody yins can find me on instagram you know at bravo yinzer yinzer spelled y-i-n-z-e-r kind of like carl radke from summer house yes! but not really we're both yinzers you know what i'm saying um yeah so look ya bitch up me uh my podcast comes out every tuesday bravo east coast housewives and uh I am Diana's Believe Bravo sister. So We love to see it. You yes. are an angel. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Anytime, boo. You know you'll be coming back. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Oh, my God. Wasn't that so much fun? I freaking love Kim. Kim, you are welcome back on this podcast like anytime. You better. You better come back. Okay, girl. How about we recap some Shaws of Sunset? Because this show has been absolutely wild this season. They're bringing it. And this week was a to-be-continued from last week's Halloween party. But, like, the weird part was it doesn't actually pick up at the party, which is kind of dumb if you ask me. But whatever. We start off in Nima's car, and he's calling Mike, talking about the party. Talking. There's my New York. Talking about the party. Uh, Mike's upset about how everything went down, and Pauline is upset Of course. I mean, how couldn't you be? Like, Mike's being a monster. But, like, in usual Mike form, he's not upset at how it went down. He's upset because he's saying everyone else is trying to ruin his relationship. And basically, Destiny's blow up is not his fault. I can't. I absolutely can't. I mean, was the way Destiny responded great? No. But we learn why that happened at the end of this episode, and her feelings are valid, more valid than yours, Michael. I can't. So after that little phone combo, this show kind of jumps around quicker than others. Like, we go back and forth to to different characters, 
We cut quick to Tommy and MJ. Uh, MJ's having a PJ party that night, which sounds like fun. Where was my invite? MJ, we did a clubhouse together. I really thought I was going to get an invite to this thing that happened before we probably did the clubhouse together. Shame on you for not being psychic and knowing we're going to be best friends like you and London are. And they're just having cute little back and forth between them. Somehow books come up. I guess they're reading to Shams. And Tommy just makes like the truest statement that the giving tree is depressing because MJ says it's her favorite book, but he's like, no, it's like, I think he said you suck from your mother's tea until she dies. And I'm like, oh my God, Tommy, that's like, that's so true, but terrible. Gotta love Tommy. That's like the first of his 500 amazing zingers on this episode. But then we have another quick cut, quick cut to Destiny and Gigi. They're walking their dogs, Jaja and Frankie, which obviously, if you don't know, Jaja Gabor. Um, I, I just know she was like a fancy old timey star. I know a lot more about her sister, Eva Gabor, who was in Green Acres, which was the most ridiculous show ever from like the 60s, I think, or the 70s. My mom made me watch like reruns on TV land as a kid. It was entertaining, but basically like there was a farmer and his fancy wife, Eva Gabor, and they like move from this fancy apartment to a farm and she's just trying to adjust to farm life. I don't know how this podcast became about Green Acres, but it did. Jaja and Frankie. Anyway. Anyway, Gigi thinks that they their dogs are them reincarnated, which is hysterical because Gigi's dog Jaja is a Rottweiler, so it's a bigger dog. And then um Destiny's dog Frankie, Frank Sinatra. Is this tiny little yappy dog? It's really cute, but I don't I don't know the breed, but it's very small. And Frank Sinatra would not come back as a little yappy dog. I'm so sorry. And Jaja Gabor would not come back as a, a Rottweiler. These are facts we know to be true. They just are. So it's just really funny that she says that because it would be the reverse in this situation. And even editing points that out because they they show Jaja and Frankie and it's like the Rottweiler just says girl dog and the little yappy dog says boy dog. So that was just kind of funny. But of course, they have to get down to business. So they start talking about the party and Destiny says she felt violated, which of course she did. I would feel violated too if Mike was up in my very small apartment acting like that there would be no room for him to act like that quite literally um and she said she felt like she had the right to put her hands on him and escort him out debatable I just don't think you should ever put your hands on anyone unless they're coming at you but her feelings about being violated certainly are valid and she also says a very good point she brings up an amazing point that you know Mike cheats all the time and this group accepts it they kind of enable it in a way. And Gigi questions like, well, why do people take him down? Like, we should just accept it. Like, this is Mike. This is what he does. And I do have to point out to Gigi that, as I've mentioned many times on this podcast, a true bestie does not do that. We call people out on our shit. And like, as I was thinking that last night, I was also scrolling Facebook because I'm a multitasking millennial. And um, my friend uh, Andrea posted this meme that said, all your little friends who let you sit in the comfort of your bad habits don't love you as much as the people who dare to challenge you to be better. So Gigi's the one who's letting Mike sit in his bad habits and Destiny wants to challenge him to be better. We're getting deep on Bravo Besties today, okay? (laughs) Uh, Gigi also insinuates that Paulina isn't Destiny's friend. 
And Destiny said something to the effect of, well, Paulina hasn't hurt me. And Gigi was like, oh, she hasn't. And I truly don't know where that came from. I think Gigi just doesn't like that Paulina's vocal at times about how Mike treats her. And she probably feels more loyalty to Mike. Gigi feels more loyalty to Mike than Paulina. And she probably thinks Paulina's being the pot stirrer in this situation. But that couldn't be further from the truth. We know from last episode that Paulina hides how she's feeling because of her culture she kind of just puts up with it and there's been a lot more instances of Mike fooling around with other people than she admits so I didn't think that was a fair comment from Gigi at all hey Reza's writing a book we can add that to the list of our Brava Liberty book club right now um I actually finished Give Them Lala which was great. I don't remember if I spoke with you about that, but it was absolutely great. I think you should read it. So congrats to Reza. He's writing a book. It's going to be called Memoirs of a Gay Shaw, which is golden. Like right there, he hit the jackpot with that title. And it's going to be all about his life experiences, not feeling accepted with his struggles. So I can't wait for that to come out because that's going to be a really good read. And what I liked about this is he's interviewing a ghostwriter which means he knows that he needs one and he's admitting it. And there's nothing more refreshing than someone going out there and being like, you know what, I need help with something. And then honesty is refreshing because it's so annoying when celebrities, I'm not just talking Bravo celebrities, but celebrities try and do something and they act like they're the first person to ever do something and they're the best at it and they don't need help, but they got a ghostwriter and they try to hide it. And then you find out, when the book comes out and it's like the ghostwriter gets the credit and it's like oh not so hot there are you but when you're open and honest about it like you know what I have a story to tell it's not going to sound great if I do it myself I need some help just like Reza did I think he said the book would be a run-on sentence if he didn't have a ghostwriter like good for you Reza definitely gonna be checking out that one Back at MJ's, she is preparing for the party. And can I just say, I feel like I say this every podcast. So this is my obligatory Shams is adorable statement. He's running around the house. Uh, and at this point, MJ calls Tommy on her cell phone. And it's like, yo, watch your child. And Tommy's in the house. She like picks up the phone. She's like, hey, where are you? He's like, why are you calling me? I'm in the house. And if I can't tell you. But it's so funny because we do that in my house. We'll like text each other and we'll only be up and downstairs but I kind of prefer the text or the phone call rather than yelling in the house it's a little anxiety inducing in my opinion but I guess Tommy doesn't want the phone call in the house and then Tommy delivers us more gold more gold he's talking about the sleepover and he said what do you girls do at a sleepover instead of telling scary stories you go around the room and say why you're disappointed in one another and then instead of having a pillow fight do you hit each other with Persian rugs we need a Tommy spinoff like instead of Shaws of Sunset literally just called like Tommy he's the best he is true gold I really hope that him and Reza make amends so we could get more screen time with Tommy because he's probably not on as much as he has been because of that restraining order. So like Reza, what are you waiting for? OK, I mean, come on. Next, we see Tommy reading to Shams in his crib and it was something about I don't know if it was a dog. He was reading like the bedtime story and the character, I think his name was Charlie. It was like Charlie stepped in. 
strawberries. And he kept walking along like nothing was wrong. And then Tommy closes the book and goes like, Shams, that's not true. Because if you step in poop, you clean your shoes. Otherwise, you'll bring it everywhere. Don't listen to him. We, we stand a straight up dad. We stand Tommy. So while the girls are having their PJ party, Nima, Mike, and Shervin are growing hatchet throwing. And no one is doing well except Shervin. And I'm going to admit, it's really hard. I went axe throwing back in 2019. And the first few times, like, it would kind of just bounce off the wall. And that was a little terrifying. But Shervin, he got the bullseye. Is it still called a bullseye if you're not throwing darts or arrows? I suppose it is. He hit the center of the bullseye every single time. And Mike is just like, oh, I bet you $100 you can't hit the target again. Target would have been a better word all along. Oh, my goodness. What is my life? He does. And Shervin wants his $100. We don't know if he ever got it, though. I hope he did. I feel like Mike was definitely jealous of Shervin. Definitely jealous of him. He's probably like, oh, I can hit more targets. He's going on his WhatsApp now and he's texting that girl like, sup, I hit so many targets at axe throwing today. I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. I mean, we don't know. But now it's time for the PJ party. The girls are getting together. They're all really getting along. London's there. Gigi's there with her sister, Layla. MJ, of course. Destiny, the only lady not there is Paulina. Um... I don't remember or I don't know if we know if that was Mike's doing. I feel like if they told us that Paulina was uncomfortable, which that probably came up, we secretly know Mike had a hand in that. Because Mike admits at the end of this episode that he's uncomfortable and people kind of get in her ear about things, which is BS and that's manipulative. But I'm sure he had a hand in her not going to that PJ party because if she and Destiny are friends, like she's going to want to go where her friend goes. I don't know. Call me out on that if I'm wrong. So the girls are gossiping about the craziest place they had sex, which like MJ did in the Playboy Mansion and everyone wanted the details and she did not provide us with them. Rude. And then the best part of all this is they're cutting back and forth from the PJ party to the axe throwing and it's all big action. And then it's like, what's Reza doing? Because he wasn't invited to either. He didn't know he was invited, not invited to axe throwing. They're just kind of eating dinner, Reza and Adam, peacefully. There's more talk about Paulina now, and Gigi says she likes Paulina, but the texts are a lot, and it kind of just goes back to what I said about her earlier. I think she tends to side with Mike more on these things, and it's just not fair because Paulina is a victim of Mike's behavior and all this, and I think we've all been in a situation where someone has mistreated us, and we didn't react in the best way, so that's Paulina. She got drunk last episode. But the reason why she reacted that way was because she was hurt and her feelings were valid. And back at the axe throwing, Nima says he wants Mike to fix things with destiny. So that's where we kind of get the ball rolling with this because they do get together at the end of the episode. And destiny admits also that she was triggered by Mike being aggressive. So again, digging deeper into her past. And she spills a lot this episode. And we get into that when uh, Reza is interviewing Destiny for his book. So in his book, he is going to have interviews from the cast, which is really cool. Looking forward to that again, as I've said like 500 times in this podcast. They talk about their similar issues with their dads. Obviously, both their dads are separated. Destiny's dad's not in the picture at all. Reza has had his dad in and out of his life his whole life. 
that's something they can relate to the aggression of dads and they kind of go off on a tangent and talk about Mike being aggressive which Reza shuts off the tape recorder he's like it's not book material which makes sense but it's kind of funny he shuts off one recorder and it's like they're having a candid conversation but there's cameras there isn't that funny am I the only one who thought of that Destiny goes really deep though we find out that she had a stalker I think it was when she was in college who followed her around and harassed her and that's really scary and that's huge she opened up about that on TV because I can see if you're worried about someone who was in your life at one point now you're in this public spotlight talking about it like that's a little nerve-wracking so I give her a lot of credit for doing that and she did tell Reza and Gigi, I think, is the only one that we know she she told. So Reza's kind of like, I'm proud of you for telling people. And this is the point where we kind of realize that she's going to bring it up to Mike and explain how this was the source for her anger at her party. We get a whole lot of destiny this next scene, which is kind of funny. She's washing her car, which is named Poison in like a Carl's Jr. ad kind of way, like getting all up on the car. She's in a bikini top and shorts, and she's got her little studded boots on. Her dog, Frank Sinatra, is running all over the place. It's really cute. But this is obviously a producer setup, like a a two-minute Destiny car wash, and then all of a sudden Mike calls to set up a meeting at that exact time. Hmm. Hmm. It's a little convenient, I would say. But they make their date to meet, which we're going to see at the end of this episode. And back at MJ's place, she and Tommy are dishing about the PJ party. And she said she loved how all the girls were hanging out at the party. Everyone got along. It was pretty rare. And she's loving that she's friends again with Gigi, which I love that she's friends again with Gigi. Her and Gigi have had a lot of fun moments on these episodes. And we've missed that for quite a few seasons now. But Tommy does warn her to be careful if Gigi's kind of comes back to bite her in the future as she has you know Gigi has a past of getting friendly with you one second and then turning on you going behind your back and telling someone something the next or just getting heated but I feel like now that they're both moms something's changed in them and I feel like that's really cliche to say but it's kind of true so I hope this continues on that route and now it's the moment we've all been waiting for Mike and Destiny's reunion but before that We find Mike praying at the beach. A few days ago, he actually posted pictures from this scene on Instagram, and we didn't know it was going to be this scene, Um, but it's him praying on the beach, and then when you swipe, it's him with destiny, and it's just all talking all about how there comes a moment in a man's life when he has an awakening and realizes what's important to him. Blah, blah, blah. (sighs) Vomit. He's like working on being better. Cool. Cool. Take your Instagram post, okay? I want you to sit on that and then take action, buddy. Because Instagram posts are nice. Trust me, I know when I get views and I get likes, I'm like, oh, I'm doing something right. But action is what gets you far in life, Michael, okay? We do see them meeting up and he tells Destiny that he's not a bad person. And she knows that. She says everyone makes mistakes. She's being really receptive to him. But again, he doesn't take any accountability whatsoever. And he's saying everyone's trying to ruin his relationship. He doesn't know who to trust. That's why he keeps Paulina to himself. He doesn't like anyone hanging with her, which is really freaking stupid. Because if you weren't doing anything wrong, you wouldn't have this problem. But I digress. 
And Destiny admits she was triggered by him not leaving the party. You know, remember at the party, she said, you need to leave my house. And he kept hanging around, kind of egging her on. He's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. But he would stay and make another statement. And that triggered her because of her stalker. So Mike was really receptive of that. Promises to be more respectful of her. And it seems like they do make amends. And, and that was it. We're mid-season already of Shaw's. It's going pretty quickly. Are you loving this season? I totally am. You know what else I'm loving? Your opinions. Because it's time for... That's my opinion! Yeah, that's my opinion. Today we hear from Emily, and she's all the way from Sweden. So Emily, like, you get the distance award. Um... At weddings here in America, I doubt they do this in Sweden, but sometimes they bring all the couples on the dance floor and it's like whoever traveled the furthest gets a centerpiece or something like that. So you get the hypothetical centerpiece award for being the furthest listener. And thank you so much for tuning in, babe. I very much appreciate that. I appreciate your support on my Instagram, too. You're a real one. She says that Mike is scary. Don't speak until we get home in the last episode. So... To Paulina, he said that, leaving the party. And it wasn't nice. I agree, girl. I agree that Mike's being manipulative of Paulina and trying to cover up his actions. He's using her and manipulating her feelings to cover up his shitty actions, which isn't fair. Thanks so much for your opinion, Emily. Love you. We also hear from Marissa. She said that Destiny opening up made her see a new side of her. And Gigi is spot on about Mike. So... Yeah, Destiny opening up about the stalker. I mean, I'm always a Destiny fan, but there's a lot that we don't know about her, and this was definitely a newer side to her. And I'm wondering what you mean about being spot on about Mike. I should have asked you this before I recorded. I just feel like Gigi doesn't... She's letting him get away with everything, and she's enabling him being a cheater. But yeah, Mike is a cheater, and he's cheetah's gonna cheat. That's what it comes down to, right? Did you enjoy this episode of Believe in Bravo Besties? Because I sure as heck did. I want to say thank you again to Kim Sarah for coming on and spilling all the Bravo tea with me. Make sure you check out her podcast, Bravo East Coast Housewives. Of course, she's with the wonderful Believe Podcast Network, as am I. List of things for you to do. It's a fun list. Don't worry. Head on to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, five stars, subscribe, smack it like a cute little tush, that subscribe button, okay? I want you to follow me on Instagram at Diana Jebia, as well as TikTok and the YouTubes because I get to spend a lot of time talking with you here once a week. If you want to keep up with me every single day and get that tea straight in the palm of your hand on your phone, you got to follow me there. And while you're there, make sure you follow Believe Podcasts and Believe Pop Culture. Check out all the amazing shows Believe has to offer because there are a ton of them. You're going to love them, I promise. And uh, I will talk to you next week, my little bubsy poo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.